0: Hello, HVAC on air listeners. We are here today at Logan's with a special group of people. And we're going to talk a little bit about how you get into the career of HVAC and why this industry is something that can be for anyone, not just for somebody who decides, you know, when they're in high school that that's the path that they want to take, that you can come back to it. It's an industry that's, you know, ever changing and dynamic. And, um, So we have some folks here who've got great backstories and we want to hear more about them. Um, If you guys want to introduce yourselves, that would be great.
1: My name is Jared. Uh, I've been doing this for about a year and a half now. And I worked in retail management before I came here.
0: All right. Devin?
2: My name is Devin. I've been doing this for about seven months now and before I was in nursing.
0: Okay, and Matt? I'm Matthew Andre.
3: <laughs> I thought that's about- a
0: surprise. <laughs> they were like, Devin was in nursing?
3: <laughs> oh, wow. I was. I didn't expect to hear that, Devin. I didn't see you as a nurse, <laughs> but <laughs> now we know. That's cool. Um, but I've been doing this probably about nine months. Before that, I was in hotel management doing banquets and events.
0: Awesome. And then we're also here again with Vicki Blakey. And she is going to help moderate this show as well. So welcome to the show again. Thanks, Lindsay. Glad to be
4: here again. So as we were sitting down talking about, you know, how did you end up in this career? How many of you thought when I grow up, this is what I want to be in the HVAC industry. I'm curious about these things. And all of you said.
3: No, no, No. absolutely not. (laughs) Last thing in my mind when I thought about what I was going to do when I was eight years old, you know, installing furnaces or.
4: Did you know they were there or like the furnace air conditioning? <laughs> um, no. no. And I think that's a fair answer because I think there's a lot of us that don't pay a lot of attention to it until it is broken, right? Mm-hmm. Or it needs to be replaced. So I'll start with you, Devin. So you didn't grow up knowing you wanted to do this and you started out thinking about nursing, right? So give us a little of your background and how you ended up where you are.
2: So after high school, I just like felt the need to go to college like many other people do, I guess. I've always helped people and loved like working on things and I guess working on people. (laughs) (laughs) I just kind of, I was always just there. I'm always willing to say yes and help out anyone that's in need, really. So I was like, well, let's just do nursing school. So I went to college. I went to Wright State. I did all my prerequisites. And then I had to wait a semester to get in the program because there's just a lot of students applying. So I decided to apply for other programs at other schools. And I decided to go to a local community college because I just got admitted to their nursing program because I had all my prerequisites done. We had four semesters of each like area in nursing, and I was working at a local hospital as a patient care tech. And then I was being a student nurse through the week. And then I was allowed to be a student nurse in the hospital and learn at my hospital. And I was working third shift, which was hard juggling third shift and going to school. And I just found myself just not enjoying it as time went by. I felt, to me, it was a lot more computer work and documenting and not so much one-on-one patient care. I couldn't find what made me happy. Like, I was just stressed out all the time. And I was like, maybe this isn't for me. And my girlfriend and family was like, well, you're still young. (laughs) Maybe you should just look at other things. What do you like to do? And I've always been, I always work on my cars, work on family members' cars. If anything needs fixed around the house, I would do home projects with my grandpa and my dad, and I just like working on things and not just reading books and doing stuff like that all the time. So I just decided, let's see what's out there. So I just started looking up different schools and different things you can do. And I found HVAC, it sounded like it was kind of overall everything, like plumbing, electrical, mechanical, all of it. So I decided to give it a shot, and I did a ride-along one day, and here I am. I <laughs> wow. do you just, like, Googled
0: it one <laughs> day it just progressed anyway. from there, and
2: I've enjoyed <laughs> it every day. And I would say my mood's a lot better now. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so did you, you do any time in a trade school in high school, or were you just apprenticed in here? I just at-
2: apprenticed through here. And, like, I saw the ride-alongs, so I was like, oh, that's a good idea just to see it. I mean, to see it <laughs> yeah. firsthand. And I went on three ride-alongs, and I enjoyed it. And I just kind of stuck with it since. So
4: so how long was the apprenticeship program for you?
2: It's about eight to 16 months, depending on the person and how quickly you can progress and pick it up. And then I guess I've been doing decently well because I will graduate from the
4: program in about a month and a half. Nice. So. Very awesome. Nice. Well, and your nursing background is interesting because in one of our other podcasts, if people have been listening, mm-hmm. um, we also had someone that was in nursing and switched, really? yeah, and That's switched to age back. I felt like I
2: was the only one. No, I no. Ever. That's <laughs> crazy. I'm just like, I was like, it was good money, but I mean, I just, I don't know. I, I wasn't well, happy.
4: You said the same things in terms of you like caring for people and taking care mm-hmm. of people. Yes. And so you can do that in nursing, which is fine too, right? Actually, mm-hmm. my daughter's a nurse and also third shifter <laughs> yeah. but um, you know there's other ways you can find that and helping people with their systems and keeping them comfortable so yeah i think that that that's a great switch too nice. so yeah. <laughs> all right we'll switch over to jared
1: all right well i started out going to college much like devin felt the need to go you know a little bit of pressure there everybody was said you have to go to college i did that for four years went for a major of electronic engineering technology while I was doing that, I worked at uh, Kroger part time as a clerk. You I know, just a couple days a week to help pay the bills. As time went on, I uh, started to progress there a little bit more. Moved from a clerk to a trained butcher. Started cutting meat, packaging, and processing. Around that time, I think it was 2008-9. The economy wasn't doing so hot, and the uh, I remember that <laughs> the last uh, the last half of my uh, college education was supposed to be internships and you know co-ops with major electronic engineering manufacturers like Mazak and Siemens and stuff, and they cut most of their programs around that time. It was kind of hard to progress from there. Well, about that time, Kroger was offering up management positions to people that had been there and you know knew the trade there. I decided to take it, started working there, and 15 years later, I was still there <laughs> working. <laughs> Didn't really uh, move on from that. At that time, they had started making some changes in direction with the company, and uh, I wasn't really particularly fond of it. So I started looking around for other jobs. About that time, my brother, Travis Cloyd, was uh, looking for a new IA. His uh, IA was moving on to something else. And uh, I started poking around here to see what was available, ride-alongs, you know, much like Devin. you know, And I uh, really loved the work, loved working with my hands. Yeah, he brought me on, taught me everything that I know. Spent a year with him, training, working hard. Learned it from beginning to end from him. And the training center up here, of course, with Anthony and Billy. And uh, yeah.
4: So you both mentioned the ride-alongs. What do you think about these? Is that just a great way to understand. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah it's understand fantastic what it's the day involves.
1: nobody really knows what we do here. Like they don't know. Like oh, you install HVAC, so you put that furnace there and plug it in. It's like ah. Uh. <laughs> not the <big> dolly. <laughs> yeah. Put it
4: down the steps. <laughs> but there's a lot more to it, right? And
1: uh, some people might see it and be like, oh wow, that's for me. You know, I could do that. And then other people be like, oh, maybe not. You know. And they pass on
4: it. Because you're working yeah. with the homeowner too, right? Mm-hmm. So you do get that chance to to talk with them and interact, right? Which yeah. I, mm-hmm. I know you like. I'm, to Devin, I'm pointing. Also, mm-hmm. you get to do the mechanical thing. And I'm guessing mm-hmm. to some of the points you've already made, you probably feel pretty good at the end of the day that you've fixed something or oh, you've yeah. completed a task. Huge
3: sense of accomplishment here.
4: Yes, I, I would see that as a, as a big part of it. All
3: right. It's always good too to see like the customers' face. Oh, that's like the best feeling ever. How how they thank you so much? Like, oh, we oh, appreciate yeah. you guys taking care of us, yeah. doing this all in one day. You didn't even stop for lunch or anything. You guys mm-hmm. are machines. I mean, it's really gratifying to hear all that. Mm-hmm. Their awesome. faces light up. It's it's really cool.
4: very nice. And so you you've been doing this how long then?
3: A
1: year and seven months now.
4: Okay, and you've been here just seven under... Months. Seven months. Seven months, okay. And you're both installers, right? Yep. Okay. So do you think you'll look at the service side too, or will you stay?
1: Uh, probably stay with install. Okay. I mean, I want to know more about service. The more we understand the service aspects of the job, the easier it makes our job. You know, 100%. From the, from an install. Yeah. You know, when I first opened up one of the S9 furnaces for the first time and looked inside, it looked like it was on life support. I didn't know what was <laughs> going it was on. Pretty, it <laughs> was really intimidating. Yeah. To open up these S Wires under, the everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's,
3: yeah. And now looking at it, you can be like, oh, you know, it's not starting up. Why is it not starting up? And you can start troubleshooting. Mm-hmm. and So you sort of learn a lot of the service mm-hmm. side going through learning how to do the install side
1: i'm definitely an install guy at heart though that's where i want to stay
4: and you ever get in there and there's like big surprises like you're not expecting on the install side and you look up? oh yeah
1: oh yeah no two days are the same that's why it's okay. so interesting and the time goes by so quickly you look down you've been there seven hours working on the job and you didn't mm-hmm. even notice it. different issue different challenge you know to overtake every single day
4: nice okay all right matt what's your story
3: so I started off, I was going to college for uh, financial management, and I was serving and bartending at the time. And then I ended up switching in to uh, get a job at a hotel doing banquets and events. I was really good at it. Got promoted to be like an assistant manager, I was making really good money and everything. And then all of a sudden this pandemic hit and <laughs> sort of wiped out my job field right there. And I was put on furlough back in March 12th of 2020. And, you know, I took some of that time so it's
4: off. Almost exactly um, a year ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, like yeah I think like the last
3: day I worked was like March 12th. And I think wow. they gave me my furlough notice like on the 14th or something. And they were like, oh, you know, you're going to come back. We're going to beat this. It'll be fine. You know, no later than June. And like, June comes and I'm like, shit. Like, excuse my language. I got to shoot this. It's uh, <laughs> installer. You know. It, <laughs> Am I going to have a job? What's going on? How am I going to pay my bills? So I started looking in like trades because I was like, they're not going to get rid of trades. Yeah. You know, you're always going to have like plumbers, electrician, HVAC right. installer. So I was just looking into it and I found Logan on there and like they had good reviews and I applied and Amy gave me a call back and I sat and talked to her for probably about half an hour on my back porch and told her everything, you know, how I was mechanically inclined, you know, how I'm good at working with my hands and troubleshooting things she's like, okay, you
0: uh,
3: want to do a ride-along? And I was like, ride
0: <laughs>
3: Exactly. I didn't even know there was like a ride-along part to this. And then uh did the ride-along, and I had a really good time. I worked with Treneal and Brad Rogue, and they really inspired me to get into the field. And then I got hired on and going through like three leads that I worked with. And then they got me into the training program, the apprenticeship program. And I've been crushing it ever since, and I think be probably ready to be on my own, like, right in June or right after the busy season, you know, it all depends on how fast I keep training and learning, but, uh, So it sounds like you like it. Yeah, yeah, I definitely like it, you know, I was just, wasn't expecting that, you know, a, a career change <laughs> in my life at this point, but... Well,
0: and that's the thing, you went from finance to, you know, doing events, and then you're now doing, like, something
3: completely different. <laughs> well, completely different, yeah. You know, definitely wasn't expecting to do that at the state I was in my career field. And
1: Life comes at you fast. Yeah, <laughs> definitely
3: threw a curveball at me, but, you know, I'm, I'm glad that I got into it because now I'm in a career where I have job security. It's not going anywhere. It's not going anywhere. I could move to any state, mm-hmm. any country, probably, yep. and find a job fairly easy well, and at good pay.
0: Right. And like you were saying, the last 365 days, especially, like we've always talked about this before with kids and, and trying to get them interested in the trades, it's something that's going to be here forever. And we've specifically seen in the last year that it's essential and mm-hmm. in a lot of different ways become a frontline worker
4: as well Mm -hmm. um so your point appointed younger kids so if i had started you know what would i do differently or what advice would i have for somebody else starting out maybe you know it could be middle school or high school just i'll start with with devin (laughs) Um, smiling i don't know my (laughs)
2: advice would just be just have your eyes open to everything like just listen to all the different options don't just look at numbers and just go off the numbers of what you're going to make What you believe you'll make. Um, Other jobs, they make more than what they say sometimes. And like, if you would have told me I'd be doing this now, I would never have guessed. Like, even a year ago, I would have been like, "Yeah, I wasn't happy," but I would not have thought I would have made a career change like I did. So that's just my advice: is just be open to everything if you can. Like, try to find ride-alongs and stuff like that. I mean, talk to different people, relatives, family members, see what they do, and ask like what their day-to-day job looks like, not just what they bring home every month on paper.
4: That's a very
1: good point. Jared? Devin did so well of summing it Hi. up there. I'm yeah, having a hard time falling. But um, get into it earlier than I did, is what I would say. Because you know, I'm 35 now, I started a year and a half ago. And if I had been doing this you know, 10 years earlier, who knows where I'd be if I had jumped into it that early. Of course, I didn't know about it then, which may have been part of the problem. Yeah, just consider it, working with your hands, There's a huge deficit in workers for all trades, HVAC especially. And uh, if you're willing to work hard and learn, keep your mind open to new ideas, then you're going to make it.
0: You know, it's interesting, your stories, because we're close in age. And so I specifically remember the the 2008, 9, 10, and like the job scarcity at that point as you're trying to finish college. I don't remember trades being offered as frequently. So I think awareness today is really key in like, Mm -hmm. This next generation.
1: It was almost, I hate to use these words, but it was almost looked down upon, you know, if you wanted to work with your hands and like, oh, you're not going to school. You want to, you know, jump into something immediately, whether it be a technical school for a trade or just going directly into a trade like Logan's that teaches you on the job, you know, while you're working and pays you to do so instead of racking up debt. It was almost frowned upon to do that.
4: But it's a sense of accomplishment at the end of the day. Or Mm -hmm. as you said, Matt, you made somebody really happy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you
3: do. absolutely. Yeah.
4: So, Matt, any thoughts for someone that's younger or, or your age? I, I not mean, that definitely.
3: you're not young. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm the oldest one here. So, I mean, I'm I'm 38. You know, uh, the 2008, nine, and ten. I was bartending, so I was making killer money. Bar sales were up. Everyone was upset, <laughs> depressed. They were going to the bars. They're, were, were you know, drinking. going out to eat and drinking. <laughs> I was making good money then, and and that's when I was straight transitioning over to the. Uh, Hotel industry, so the conferences and meetings started booming right back up mm-hmm. right after 2010. So, yeah. you know, I had no problems in those years. <laughs> yeah, when growing up, trades were sort of looked down upon at my school, and they said, "No, you got to go to college. You got college, college, you know, finance, college. accounting, law school, mm-hmm. doctor. Yeah. All this stuff was like pushed against you. And then if you want to do like the trade." you got sent to like a, a different school so you're like isolated from all your friends you grew up with and everything mm-hmm. so i i definitely would recommend you know taking a second look at those trades because they pay you know the same if not more than a lot of these jobs you go to a four year school and get tons of debt in i mean
0: it's a career it's not oh it definitely is a, a no job. it's a career just like everything mm-hmm. else you yeah. go and train for right
3: absolutely and and you can take it anywhere You know, like when you're a plumber, when you're an HVAC, when you're an electrician, all these fields, you can go to any state, you know, any country in the world and be able to get a job. Yeah. And so I definitely recommend, you know, taking a second glance at trades before going the traditional route, which everyone tries to push you towards and getting your accounting degree or finance degree or becoming a nurse. Yeah. So just hitting know. the wrenches and you know going out there and seeing what it's all about.
2: Yeah. I don't. I, it's the same. It was the same for me. I'm 24, and I mean, I felt like it was the same thing. Everyone that went to trades left sophomore year, and like they were just gone. <laughs> they went to another <laughs> school. <laughs> and, gone. I don't know. It just. It seems like you, you just didn't hear about them, and I don't know. It was weird.
4: <laughs> so for anybody listening, because you guys have all you seem excited about it, you, you're doing well with it. That they're listening, and they're like, well, maybe I'm not that mechanical. Or what do you think is the biggest challenge or misconception you'd want to tell them? Like, you know, can anybody do it? Or do you, you know,
1: I'd have to say? use my uh, my best friend George, my current IA, as an example. I brought him on. He worked at Kroger with me as well. Uh, we worked at the same store for four years. When I left, i was still working with him. I came over here and did it for a year. Became a lead. He was interested in it. Running into the same issues that I ran into over there. And he decided to come on, and the dude couldn't screw in a light bulb. Like, honestly, he could not oh, hold a wrench. He could not use a screwdriver. He was righty-tighty, lefty loosey. Righty-tighty, lefty I've said that so many times to him.
3: <laughs> How many times did he shock himself? Man? Come on. He has not been electrocuted yet. <laughs> oh, wow. He's picking up really
1: well. He's been with me for about six months now, and he's doing great. I barely have to watch him or coach him on, you know, his basic tasks anymore. He's wanting to learn. He's picking it up and it's making him better at home too. Like he was the guy that I went over and helped him at home all the time. If he had a problem, you know, I'd go over and give him a hand with his house. And I haven't had to do that in quite a while because he's learning this as he goes, not just for here, but for himself. Like you were
3: saying, Matt, you know, you can take it anywhere. Anyway, exactly. That's awesome.
0: Sounds like it's really about the drive. If you have passion and drive, this is a great industry to
2: be in. If you're open-minded about learning and you have to progress, like you have to continue to learn because the codes are constantly changing, just efficiency on how everything works and the best way to do it, it's constantly changing. So you have to be open to change a little bit and be willing to learn the next new thing.
3: I think you also have to be willing to like fall down a couple of times and learn to pick yourself back up because... Mm -hmm starting yeah. off in this like i'd set something i'd be like oh that looks good to me and my leave would come and be like sorry matt but <laughs> nope. look at it this way and i'd look I'd be like oh god <laughs> and redo it or whatever but mm-hmm. there's I'll definitely some yeah learning on perfection because you want everything to look perfect so when so, somebody looks at it it's like always a new you know, best way to do it always like, a new best way always. to do it <laughs>
4: So you mentioned in IAGE you have somebody here that is your mentor through the program, or helps you through this part, or where else you want to go within HVAC?
1: My brother, a hundred percent. Yeah, he taught me everything that I currently know. Yeah, I can't thank him enough.
4: That's great.
3: My lead right now, Rick, and his assistant Willie. You know, they're really good at teaching me and everything, and giving me pointers and teaching me how they've learned from their mistakes and everything. And then my neighbor Wade, he's a he's a plumber, and he's like teaches me all sorts of good stuff and got me sort of moving on this. He's like, Matt, definitely get into that HVAC. Mm -hmm. He gave me the nudge to get into like a trade because I had just moved into the neighborhood when this all happened. And and he's been like a mentor for me on everything.
2: Everyone here is willing to work with you if you're willing to put in the time. And it's nice because even like my coworkers, I can call or text them if I just need clarification on something. That's true. Everyone's pretty helping here. Like they're willing to help so with nice. everything. I really enjoy that. And that keeps me going and makes me feel confident about what I'm doing. So,
0: and upset you're sleeping now. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm actually sleeping at night. So. Well, sometimes the systems go out at night, though.
4: Yeah, because you have Yeah, still not third shift all the time. Yes. Yeah. So, you've all mentioned some things that you like about the Switch, but favorite thing that you like about what you're doing now?
3: Uh, you're sort of like your own boss when you're out there on the field. Like when you go to a job, you have a set direction of what you have to install and everything, but the speed of it and everything and how you do it. Just as long as you go by code and everything, you're like your own boss. You don't have somebody breathing down your neck mm-hmm. the whole day.
1: That's, you're expected that's, to be responsible. You're expected yeah. to do a quality job, and you're
3: expected to fix it if you didn't. Exactly, it's, and the, and you're out there by yourself doing that. You don't have John the manager coming over and like you're doing that here, right. You didn't do that quick enough or you did that too quick. Or, you know, that's, I think that's the biggest benefit of you know, doing the install is you're sort of out on your own. You feel kind of free, not like in an
1: office. But guidance <laughs> is there if you need it.
3: Yes. Yeah, I mean, there's a phone call away. You're yeah, always Anthony, in lifeline.
1: Craig, all of them. They're fantastic. Yeah. Chris Marquez. Yeah. Bill Parton. Hand, yeah. Yeah. Bill Parton. Oh, Bill. I love Bill.
3: <laughs> or even like some of your... Uh, your old leads or anything you've worked with or oh yeah i call my you, brother yeah. every day call him up and be like hey have you run into this problem how do you fix it or what would you suggest <laughs> doing and this feel i feel like everyone's like a brother mm-hmm. you know there's a good brotherhood in that to where you can ask somebody a question and they're not going to look down on you be like oh yeah i remember when that happened to me you know do it this way instead and, and that, that's an awesome aspect of it mm-hmm. that's
4: great anything else you guys want to add i know Jared was agreeing. Okay. I agree. <laughs> so you mentioned code a few times. Was that a whole new angle for you in learning this job too, staying up on regulations? And- yes, absolutely. A <laughs> new, new perspective on all these yeah, What guidelines surprised
0: you the yeah. most about this industry? As like something that you thought maybe you might not need to know, but now you're like, oh, yeah, I definitely need to know that while I'm working here.
3: Venting guidelines and everything, you yeah. know, mm-hmm pipe sizing for your furnaces and everything with all these new high efficient furnaces they're all done through a uh, pvc piping yeah there's two inch or three inch that we mainly use you can go higher but our furnaces aren't that big but you know i didn't realize that the, the length that you had to run was only a certain amount like 50 feet or then you had to switch to three inch and then when you're venting it out the side of the house you had to be away from like your gas meter. I didn't know that before. Did you guys know no. any of that stuff? When you, when you it's like, like looked local. at a furnace or whatever, you <laughs> didn't think like, oh man, they actually had to spend time, calculate the distance that they ran their pipe, the elbows or 45s they put in it, added on the distance. I mean, there's, there's some good math you in there.
4: House and you're like, oh no. I know. That's <laughs> what I was <laughs> going to
1: bring up because I've looked at my house in a different way after learning all this. And you know, I, I went home, I went over to a friend's house and Looked at his furnace the second time. I looked at it the first time when I went over there when he bought it. And then the second time, a year later, I looked at it and I was like, oh, (laughs) we need to fix that. (laughs) It's like a book of law that you have to follow. It's so many rules and regulations and they are all there for a reason. Every single one of them. Just keep us safe.
2: It's nice, too, because now I find myself, like, when I go to my house and my friends or family, I always just, like, make sure everything's right the way it should be, <laughs> Um and then I can give, like, pointers on ways to, like, increase airflow and just make the system run more efficiently and feel better, things that you would never even think of. Before, I would just turn hot, cold. I mean, <laughs> turn up and down. That was about it. That's all I did with my furnace and AC, but now I know all the little settings and the best way to position different parts of it, and... They get
3: the best out of it. You know, talking about that, Devin, I went to my dad's house and he had just gotten like a furnace installed, the whole system by somebody he knew and got done maybe like three years ago. And I was like, oh, man, let me check it out. And, you know, I started looking at it and he hooked it up completely wrong he hooked it up so that it only kicked on to the first stage and it would never kick yeah. on for heating yeah. would go into the second stage so he only had it kicked on i was like have you ever noticed your airflow doesn't go he's like yeah I was like you know you got a two-stage furnace and he's like no and i was like yeah let's change some wires around here and then we can adjust it later but you know i switched on. he's like wow matt you know after 10 minutes the second stage kicks on and And it's awesome. He's like, I can't believe I've lived three years of my life now having this furnace, and it's only been at first stage the whole time.
0: Well, I think we will wrap it up with that, guys. Do you have any final words you'd like to say to anyone listening about the HVAC industry?
1: Do it. Get into it. Yeah, get into it. It's 100% worth
3: it. At least give it a try. You know, go out there, look into the trade fields, you know, check out the HVAC field. You know, it's something that can definitely... Help you out in the future in your career path.
2: Just give it a try. I mean, I watched a lot of YouTube videos before I started <laughs> just to get an idea of how went and worked. <laughs> not all of it's right on the internet, but it's nice to just see and you feel more comfortable walking into it. I think that helps out a lot. So just, yeah, look into it. We have a lot of resources out here to use.
0: Awesome. Thanks, gentlemen. Yeah, thank you, Vicki. Thanks, guys. We're so glad that you were willing to come on the show. And with that, listeners, as always, you can find us at ac-heatingconnect.com or follow us on any of our Copeland social channels, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn.